1: Uh, so do you guys like candy? No, I'm not talking about the delicious sugary food. A couple weeks ago, we mentioned that there was a Hulu show called Candy. With Is it Jessica Bill? Is that who Jessica it is, Jordan? Beagle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jessica Bill, who you might know from The Sinner, unless you're David, who hasn't watched The Sinner yet. We'll get to that in a second. First, we'll let Jordan and Dave talk about the show called Candy. You can't well, eat it even... unless you're consuming it with your eyeballs. Maybe, can Jordan, on a metaphorical level, can you eat this show?
0: I mean, it was definitely edible, like not like Mm, actually edible, but like I consumed it Mm. really quickly, but not even like we don't have to talk about the show yet, especially if it's Dave's, you know, staff picks. But just Dave and I were getting kind of, you know, not necessarily into a heated conversation, but just talking about the way that the like episodes were released. And Mm. it was one a day for how many episodes are there, Dave, like seven, five. Five. Okay. And Mm. I didn't like it at first Mm. that they did one a day, but I realized that I did enjoy that because I didn't consume the whole thing in like one sitting. I was able to like savor it a little bit, but if I needed or wanted to binge two episodes that I hadn't seen, then it was like just enough to like get me excited for the next day. So that's how I, and I,
2: and I did binge it. Well, me and my wife binged it in two sessions. So, I I kind of understand uh, having watched that, um, how itchy I would have been to watch the next episode if I had to wait. Um, so I caught it after all the episodes were already released to binge it.
0: So funny, um, we kind of reversed uh opinions after watching it, but I feel you, it was so bingy. Uh,
2: no, it's not, it's not necessarily my staff pick, but I mean, it is good storytelling, like, they do find a way of like feeding you just little nuggets of information here and there just to keep you watching and understand you know like the way the mystery behind it is really interesting
0: yeah like how they start and ended almost every episode was really cool right like they either like tease you in the beginning or the end of like where they were gonna take the story or they went back and told you how you were gonna get there but it was good i liked it a lot very
2: good It was a short TV review. Binge now, I
0: guess. (laughs) (laughs) Binge now. Let's go.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my problem with one a day or whatever in five consecutive nights might be okay because I think in the old school days of television, they did release some miniseries like that. Like, it's an event. Get the whole family. Get on the couch. Get your TV dinner that you pulled out of the oven or the microwave. Although, I wish we had those old school TV dinners. Have you guys seen, like, older movies or, like, commercials where they're, like, they take off like the tinfoil top of these micro like these TV dinners, but they went in your oven and they look like, oh, fancy TV dinner. Who's got the Swanson guy coming into their house? <laughs> the Richie's down the street who got the color television and the 64 channels instead of seven. But anyway, I digress. The point is they used to make these TV events where you would like show up and watch things. Right. But I guess it's yeah. like the idea of the nuclear family that like mom and dad and the kids, everybody would. Just get together and watch these shows. It, I guess they couldn't watch something like Candy or The Center. Like, like,
0: you're probably really, not watching really, that one with your kids, but I don't, really,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows these days. Your adult but no, children? I do know that your kids are probably sneaking episodes of The center later. Like, you are not, don't know what they're watching. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, as a binge watcher, and just like our bingers out there who listen to our show and watch things in the middle of the night as well while crying and eating popcorn don't cry eat the popcorn that's okay don't cry we're all here binge watching the same thing so i would want them to do it like all at once but once a week is still better than or like once in a well okay i mean one episode for a series of days you said it's one every five it was like all done in one week right
0: right one a day for five days so Instead that's of like better one a week for 5 weeks. Yeah, know? so
1: that's that's better than than one a week. Yeah, over like the course of, of like a couple months or whatever to get through a, a When you know when you know that they're all produced and they're in the bag, they're already done cuz they produce TV shows like movies now. So you know that they've done all the episodes and they're just sitting on them. Just sitting there not sharing with anybody. It's I don't know, well, I still also, kind of like
2: it. It gives me something to look forward to.
1: Okay, well, I admit we are spoiled. Like I mean, they've changed the game because they gave it to us all at once, like Netflix, I think maybe created this model because we were given the entire pizza all at once instead of one slice at a time. We'll eat the whole damn pizza. We'll watch the whole damn show. Right. (laughs) It's true. I don't know. That's uh, that's all I really got to say about it. We've been
2: spoiled for like a decade, like actually less than a decade because they started that model in like 2013 when they started House of Cards. And, like, before that, we were so used to one a week. And now it's just, like, we're so spoiled. We're like, no.
1: Oh, like, do you know no. how they started their model? It was an accident. Their first show wasn't – it was this um, this mobster who goes to, like, Norway or something. Um, Van Sant. It was a show called, like, Van Sant, I think. So he went and made a TV show and then turned it in to hit Netflix. He knew somehow knew the guys at Netflix, Reed Hastings and his other partner or something, and he's they like he just handed them the show because he'd already like made the whole thing, and then at that time they were like, oh, let's just stick it on our Netflix website, and so everybody hit. So it was like kind of like a happy accident of discovery. They just like, hmm. and then built their model of like, let's let's people are really staying on the website if we give them every single episode they stay longer. Let's just give it to them. Speaking of giving things to people, let's go to a brand message from one of our sponsors tonight. Eddie by Giddy, here's a brief message. They're one of the sponsors of the show tonight. And then we'll be back with some some home video headlines. If you're like me, you're probably guilty of allowing the stress of everyday life to bleed into your home life. And maybe even the bedroom. With our busy schedules and the pressure to perform at work, you may have difficulty performing elsewhere. Meet Eddie, the modern ED treatment for the modern man. Eddie is a clinically proven, easy to use, wearable device designed to help men of any age strengthen and maintain their erections. It's time to take charge of your sex life. So call 737 301 6111 to speak to a licensed nurse or visit eddybygiddy.com and be the best version of yourself. Eddiebygiddy.com, where innovation meets ED. Use code BINGE20. That's code BINGE20 for 20% off at eddiebygiddy.com. And now, back to the show in progress with some home video headlines. This is Spinal Tap 2 from Rob Reiner, Michael McKenna. I think that's Michael McKean. I don't Mike know how Kean. to pronounce his name. Mike Kean. Whatever. He's a cool guy. He's funny. He was in Better Call Saul as the brother. Harry Shearer, much. or you know from, like, The Simpsons. And, of course, Christopher Guest, was the other creator. Um, Spinal Tap is cool. I almost forgot to put it on tonight's notes, and Dave reminded me, because I was, like, putting it on – I put it on our social. But um, Spinal Tap is, like, one of the original mockumentary-style comedies. It's a yeah. uh, golden standard. Everybody should watch it. They made, like, a series of other movies. Well, at least Christopher Guest would go on to, like, make uh, – um, Best in it, Show. Best in uh, waiting Show. Waiting
2: for Guffman. Waiting for wins. Guffman.
1: Yeah, Mighty Wind is kind of funny. That's also a musical, but they're a folks band. But yeah. this, but the Spinal Tap members are featured in there as a folk band. Completely completely different characters, just the same actors. Uh, but it's good stuff. I'm I was like super excited to hear this announcement because I love Spinal Tap. I hope that they include podcasting in this movie. Like I hope that like Spinal Tap has to go to like a podcast interview or like there's oh, like I... podcasters talking about Spinal Tap. Like, they should incorporate, like, the new technology into the documentary. If they That sounds like a them. natural fit. Yeah. Well, like, I was
2: going just...
1: really... oh, to say, my imagination gets carried away with me sometimes, and I'm, like, want to mo- like, write a letter. Dear Rob Reiner, my name is John. I have a podcast. I love <laughs> Spinal Tap. Would you put me in Spinal Tap, too, as an obsessed podcaster who has to interview them, and they don't like me because I'm a millennial, and I'll do all the horrible things that you don't like about millennials. Dear John. What? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> or sincerely john can't say deer at the end because there's the beginning i messed that up see i screwed the letter up there now they're like don't cast this guy
2: but that might be just (laughs) the right kind of mistake they're looking for and they're like you're in (laughs) you're in
1: (laughs) boy jordan Uh any thoughts on spinal tap too
0: no, I was just laughing at you guys because you just both got like oh. really excited at the same tone. Like it's we did. That's <laughs> 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 literally what it sounded like. Oh man, it's a great man, movie. Voice. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, get it to the list.
1: Boy, do you know Married with Children with Al Bundy? Darn it. Okay. i <sighs> get fired today. <laughs> 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 so okay, before Fox was not good. that school Jordan again on the t- history of television. Um, don't tell her we have her here to make us look cool because we can get lost. We can get lost in the encyclopedia of David or John's rants about cast me in your movie, Rob Reiner. Okay, uh, Married with Children was a show before Fox was even a network, but it was from Fox. It was like one of their first sitcoms about a trashy white trash family, whatever in the suburbs and it was like if you have a white family but everything goes wrong here's the example and there weren't any examples of this type of family on tv just like dysfunctional well the roseanne comes later i think right dave it's around within a year or two okay so like they're in the 80s and early 90s they were like trying to make like dysfunctional families on television right so um you regional television stations were like requesting that they have married with children put on their network so they uh, essentially Fox gets formed by a series of affiliates through like UHF signals, which used to be like an alternative TV, just like uh, FM and AM radio or like different bandwidths or whatever. They had this for television in a way. So then they form Fox and it's all built on like the back of like Married with Children and then like the Simpsons comes along and then like King of the Hill. But at first it's like Al Bundy and Peg Bundy fighting with their two kids. Um, you ever see Anchorman? Yes. With, okay. Okay. So, the one who plays the wife is Christina Applegate. And, like, so this is like her first breakout role. She plays um, Kelly. Kelly Bundy. Yeah. So she plays a okay. teenage daughter in Married with Children. But supposedly, we're going to get an animated show with all the original cast members. So it'll be like a family guy type deal, I, I think. I think. You no, know, I'm said always that. down
0: for animation, too. Like, I just yeah. love adult animation. So I bet it will be oh, hilarious. Dave,
1: yeah. you're just stepping on everybody tonight, David.
0: No, that was me. That was my turn. <laughs> no, that wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> How was Dave not reading the room?
1: <laughs> he won't let. He's the first He's power man. hungry tonight, and he's like, "I'm gonna tell everybody everything, and nobody else can talk." Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Tell us your opinions on Married with Children. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Actually, Dave do... it's your turn, David.
2: <laughs> I do actually love this show. Um, I'll be interested to see if. Uh, an but ever you don't nothing.
1: have any. You don't have faith that it's going to be a good cartoon, do you?
2: actually it could be fine i mean i guess it's from one of the writers of family guy somebody uh was it you e. jordan mentioned sounds like a family guy thing uh or maybe but, but yeah
0: yeah no for sure
1: <laughs> john's just holding it all together tonight well i'm busting your balls so hard that like i'm throwing <laughs> you off your game and like you're like not even paying attention because you're just like oh leave me alone
0: I always wonder when the deal's going to break. I'm like, is it tonight? I don't know. Like, is it going to happen? Okay. No, oh. the dam's
1: never going to break. We're just going to mm-hmm. give them another sandbag. Okay. Um, in sad news to report, Fred Word passed away. Um, Fred Ward played a lot of hillbilly types. He played a lot of married with children types. I think he played the dad on a movie called Joe Dirt. And he played a, a kung fu hillbilly super agent in Reno Williams, which is like a... A bastard B-movie that has some cult following, but isn't necessarily that great. Um, But, I mean, he plays one of the guys in Tremors, which is awesome. He plays Earl, a Val and Earl, or the cleanup crew in Tremors, who end up fighting these underground worms called Graboids. Jordan, have you seen Tremors?
0: No, but it looks so interesting. Sounds like something would be right up my alley.
1: Darn it okay we have kind of a cursed it's never ending (laughs) correct
0: no yeah
1: we have a cursed history every time we try to review review tremors on our show our audio gets corrupted so i don't want to talk too much about tremors because we have a bad
2: series episode that is just gone
1: gone forever (laughs) like we talked about yeah it's very creepy it's so we're superstitious about talking about this movie but it's like a breakout hit for both fred ward and a young kevin bacon like he did this movie like maybe a couple of years after their first friday the 13th right david mm. what's the order was, Friday Thirteenth well, to tremors to footloose no, is that no, the correct no, order
2: remember, uh no no footloose was like long before um like actually uh, kevin bacon was pretty much a star by the time this came out and oh
1: and then he's like how did i get roped into a giant worm movie <laughs> like, actually he loves it though
2: um <laughs> It just, it didn't do box office, but it became like, because it was on VHS, it just was constantly Well, rented, so yeah. when
1: when Dave and I were not that much ahead of Jordan in school, because we're all about the same age, we uh, used to pass around copies of Tremors, because at that time it wasn't cool, but now like Tremors is like a big deal in sci-fi, in general mainstream I think it has like, its place in mainstream now, but at the time when we were kids, we were like, what the hell is Tremors? I didn't watch it until I was like in my twenties. I think, in fact, I think it was you that got me to
2: sit down and watch it.
1: David hasn't watched The Sinner. He didn't watch Tremors until later in life. I'm gonna have to take a deep breath, or I'm gonna pass out.
0: I must be doing okay then, right? There's still hope for me then, Jordan. (laughs) You're, you're.
1: uh, Do we have ranks? I don't know if we have ranks. Like if we assign like little badges that had like little stars or something. Like, is it the point to just have seen it, not when you see it? I included you in my story of growing up with tremors. And then you're like, actually I didn't watch it till I was in my twenties. <laughs> Ruined the story. Uh, Dirty the Dancing story. 2. We keep unfolding the story of the proper sequel to Dirty Dancing. Jennifer Grey coming back. He's one of the original stars. And again, bad news. The other star Swayze is a ghost. He's really a ghost. Now you can watch his movie ghost, but he's also a ghost. Unfortunately, you won't get any Swayze Jordan and, part two no but my understanding is word on the street is you have seen the original dirty dancing
0: that is my my, one of my shameful screenings that i had just seen you know within the last like couple of years which is i mean it would have been Mm -hmm. like during the pandemic but that's a that's a long time to go without some dirty dancing yeah and i followed it up with ghost yeah i'd never seen before you did like a double you did like a double feature Oh, I went on like a Swayze. Like, just had to watch everything hmm. I possibly could, just because he is was okay. Still such a babe. So Roadhouse didn't see that one.
2: Ah. Oh. Well, to, uh, this you is getting. I was, forward to Roadhouse. <laughs> I was
0: about to
1: give you a thousand points, Jordan, and I was Missed about to take away. Those, I was on about those to get- stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to take away like a hundred from David and and give you a thousand, and then he leveled the playing field because he has seen Roadhouse, and you just said you had it, man. Tonight's movie isn't Roadhouse, unfortunately. Tonight's movie is a movie called Dog Soldiers. It's soldiers on a training exercise get ambushed by a pack of werewolves and have to hunker down on a farm. Yeah, in a farmhouse. Um, recognizable actors. Uh, Sean Pertwee, he's the son of one of the original Doctor Who actors. Doctor Who 3 is a famous British actor named John Pertwee. And if I'm saying the name correctly, Sean Pertwee, the son, you might have seen him in Event Horizon. Uh, a movie called Soldier, where he actually, in Soldier, he doesn't play a soldier, but in Dog Soldiers, he plays a soldier. (laughs) He's also in a movie called Doomsday, which is an apocalyptic horror movie. Um... Liam Liam Cunningham, who plays kind of the bad guy in this movie as the captain, Captain Davis or something. You might know him as Sir Davos in Game of Thrones. He's one of the only guys that survived the entire Game of Thrones. So in some ways, he won the game. Um, Kevin McKidd, he's the main character in this movie. He flunks out of the special ops, but then he's there with the regular soldiers doing their training exercises. Against the special ops, it's a little bit confusing in the beginning of the movie to understand the ranks and the different squads and why they're in the woods in the first place. It gets kind of explained later. Spoiler alert. You'll find out why the werewolves are there, sort of. Um, That guy's only in, like, Rome. I don't know this other, the main guy. I don't know if he's in a lot of things or what. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know about so this
0: guy? Shameful, you guys. Grey's Anatomy, yes, the show oh, still goes on. He's like a main, dude in, he's a, main,
1: he's a main dude in that show, right? He's Dr. Hunt. Like his, yes, his, and
0: he's yeah, such that's a big like claim
1: to fame. All right, I, wa- I wasn't going to bring that up because that's not a show we typically talk about. I'm in Jordan. I, <laughs> I don't
2: yep. think I've seen a single episode of that show.
0: You're not missing out on much, okay? So, but when you need a good
1: cry- David, you don't tune in for Dr. Dreamy. Is there, I've heard Dr. Dreamy,
2: Dr. Steamy, Dr. I don't know. Ooh. Needy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, uh. I like it. I derailed it with the Grey's Anatomy, but yeah. That's all no. right.
2: No, no, you brought a fact that I don't think either one of us would have came to on our own.
0: Grey's Anatomy. Yes, there's still episodes going on. It is ridiculous that it's gone on this long, but. Like it surpassed ER, which was like a long ass show. at this point that's your cue david
1: you gave yourself your own cue you said you brought a fact to this movie that i don't think i would have thought of and then dot 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 all this time is passing nobody's saying anything (laughs) what could we plug there dave with the dangerous
0: facts
1: (laughs) we've changed the name to dangerous details oh i'm sorry.
0: sorry
2: Um, all right so this is actually it's 20 uh, this year is its 20th anniversary um, and uh, in july scream factory scream factory is releasing a new 4k disc and a new book was just released called sausages the making of dog soldiers uh, so if you want to read a whole book about it there you go now um, actually all the, all the werewolves in the movie were played by dancers rather than Stutman. Uh, this was a choice by director Neil Marshall because he wanted them to move more gracefully and elegantly as well as having a more statuesque physique rather than the big hmm. hulking werewolves we typically know. Um, the movie did not have time or budget to do a proper transformation. And the director did not want to use CG because he felt that CG of that era just looked terrible. Didn't want to deal with it. Uh, So instead they decided to use more practical and old school effects, such as a werewolf, you know, falling or hiding behind furniture coming out, kind of formed a little bit at a time works really well in the movie. Um, uh, John mentioned actor, uh, Kevin McKidd. He, within a few days of filming, he had cracked his rib, but kind of, Uh, kept it to himself until he couldn't bear it anymore and finally told, uh, because he was afraid of being replaced. And he finally told me, uh, he finally told the director, and uh, yep, he was going to be replaced by Jason Statham. However, um, couldn't make the schedule worked out because he was already signed on to do John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars and all this wheeling and dealing. Uh, his rib healed, so he just slid slid right back into the role. Um, and so this is, I found an interesting fact. Uh, the director That's Neil because Marshall, he
1: had medical training. We already learned that he was a doctor or is a doctor or at least plays one on T television. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
2: um, and uh, this, the director, Neil Marshall, claims that he was inspired to write this movie because he had just seen American Werewolf in Paris, which he thought was terrible. So this was his answer or, you know, antithetical version of that movie.
1: That's weird. I didn't know he drew inspiration from another not liking another werewolf movie. That's news to me. Anyway.
2: Mm.
1: So, we will get the favorite bits right after this message. One thing that all movie lovers love, or binge watchers, is how do we get that international Netflix? Well, what about this concept of a virtual private network? You know what that is? That's a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online. It creates an encrypted tunnel of your data that's going to protect your online identity by hiding your IP address. And it's going to allow you to use public Wi-Fi safely. No one's watching you. You're not getting hacked or tracked. Even if you have nothing to hide. Well, you don't. Just your favorite uh, anime, you know, that you might be watching there on Netflix. But you can't get it because you're on USA Netflix. How are you going to get to Japan Netflix? You want to unlock international Netflix? Here you go. You take these important first steps when you're browsing with a VPN. You're going to get your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash binge watch to set up a huge discount of your NordVPN plan. Plus, your free threat protection is included. You're also going to get an additional month for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. What we love about it? Well, me and Dave love exploring international Netflix. I'm going to Netflix Brazil, baby. I haven't had it offering me something kind of on-demand streaming for Mexican shows. I love it. Bring me the Mexican Dracula movies, Bandito Santos, whatever it is, let's go. I'm going to watch all these movies with a wrestler fighting Dracula and other monsters because that's the kind of binge-watcher I am. But I couldn't get these international movies or these audiences because I was stuck here. But now with my VPN, I'm global, baby. Go to nordvpn.com forward slash binge-watch. Try it out yourself. Free for 30 days. Now back to the show, already in progress with our favorite bits. You know what's funny? I'm thinking about one of our sponsors tonight, and I read their style guide that you can't talk about joining a VPN to hide porn. And I thought, that would be a great joke. Let's talk about all the hentai I'm trying to hide <laughs> while connected to a Japanese streaming service. But then I was like, oh, I can't actually suggest to the audience that that's what they do with their VPN. So I can't even bring that up unless it's in the form of a joke. Otherwise... Here are our favorite bits from tonight's movie, Dog Soldiers. Kick it off, Jordan.
0: The bits, man. Honestly, this movie really grew on me. I thought it was going to be a little bit slow with the intro of, like, you know, you're learning about the different groups of soldiers. And Mm. then it just got better. I thought the writing was clever, even though a lot of the slang I did not understand. I love that they also kind of bring that into the story, right? She asks, like, what born means and it means apparently like nuts crazy whatever. Um but I should have remembered from saving <laughs> saving private ryan that all your favorite characters are going to die. So oh. spoiler. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just loved I loved Spoon. I loved all of the characters and uh yeah. It was it was a uh, it was good. It was good. I know that wasn't a specific bit but crafty writing. Dave, what about sure. you?
2: No, that's understandable. I don't, um, I have like one particular bit. Um, but uh, overall, I think, I mean, the movie's edited really well. I think they do a lot with a small budget. I mean, they they cut around the limitations of the actual creatures um, really well. Uh, but there is one specific moment that kind of killed me when I was watching it. Um, it's funny, but like, it would also be terrifying if this was a real life situation where you're, you know, holding yourself up from, a, you know, Crazy uh, werewolves, uh, hmm. but there's a moment where uh, one of the soldiers is just you know sh- uh, pump shotgun uh, hmm. shooting this one werewolf, and somehow loses track of it. Then the werewolf gets the gun, and I'm like, that something about <laughs> werewolves
1: with the shotgun terrifies
2: <laughs> me. Like, oh no! <laughs> um, but only I got one shot. I only got one shot off once the werewolf got it. But like something about that just killed me.
0: Well, yeah, one point, like. What's scarier than a werewolf? Well, a werewolf mm. has like military training, right? Some of them <laughs> yeah. may have a military training, but yeah, anyways, spookies. So,
1: they were that's why they were wrecking all the jeeps so they couldn't escape the farmhouse. Yeah. Um, well, the, the captain werewolf there at one point has a sword stuck through him, but then it's pointing out that it could stab other people as they're like wrestling around. So, that looks scary. You know, Dave was talking about they grabbed a gun. Well, one of them had like a sword jutting out of his chest to be even more deadly as a werewolf. Um, My favorite bits, this is pretty easy. I like the rubber suit werewolves. I thought it was pretty effective in this movie. And I like the poetry of killing Captain Werewolf with a tiny little letter opener. And that's it. <laughs> like, I, thought, okay. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, which brings us to our ratings for Dog Soldier. Oh, I guess we should stop and say Dog Soldier has a pretty big cult following. It's a bigger cult movie than Ginger Snaps is as far as a werewolf movie goes. I think it has a more profound werewolf movie loving fan base than even ginger snaps um ratings we like to say binge now binge later or binge never which means it's so exciting watch it now move it to the top of your playlist later means get it get to it eventually it's kind of cool never means stay away from it you're gonna wish you got that 85 minutes back in your life or whatever you're gonna feel older having watched it um Jordan, what do you think? How do you rate this movie?
0: It was definitely a binge now for me. Like I said, Mm. grew on me. I didn't think I was really going to like it probably within that first 15 minutes. And then Mm. it just changed with like how funny it was, but not in a way where it was like necessarily like a comedy. Right. It was just crafty writing, still spooky, good effects, some cringy scenes. And it was great.
1: Can I ask you a follow up question? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you hadn't watched it in the context of the podcast, if you had turned it on and stuck it out for that fifteen minutes, would you have kept watching on your own, without the obligation of watching it? And it gets better and surprises you, or would you just been like, "This is dumb, I'm out."
0: Probably, I liked that like scene in the beginning. They're telling the story, right? They're like around the campfire and they're like trying to figure out where they are. And yeah. Wells, the sergeant, starts talking about the story of like his past you know, military buddy mm-hmm. with uh, getting the tattoo, right? I think his name was Eddie. And they they talk about how Eddie was, like, ta- I don't know. He was a good person at heart, but, like, thought his skin needed to, you know, be decided to be saved by God. So he got a tattoo of the devil on his ass. And then he, right, was blown to smithereens. And that was the only part that was left of him. Like, once mm-hmm. that story was told, I was I was like, okay, I am invested now. So... Um, didn't retell it so well, but that that's when I was like, Okay, let's do this and it was good. That had
1: you hooked. The
0: had me hooked.
1: All right. So chances are you might have continued watching it. All right.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, once they got to that, you know, I was like, Okay, this actually it just seemed boring before that story, if that makes sense.
1: Inconsistent. They probably should have just started the movie right there. They didn't need the they could cut the they could chop the beginning probably. The prologue or whatever.
0: I think that's fair I to say. What well,
1: about you, Dave?
2: Um, I'm, I'm going to say actually binge later. Um, I did. I've seen this once. Probably is that a big more... BL or a little BL, David? Uh, little BL. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's worth uh, it's worth watching. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's the negative one here? That's say, BN. BN. Uh, oh well. Wow now this, this is a binge later um no i i did enjoy this but um i don't know maybe i'm getting werewolf fatigue Um uh, we have been watching all quality werewolf movies
1: yeah usually when you get to movie four or five of any given series on the binge watchers that's when you start to get a little jaundiced
2: um but um no it's worth a watch um yeah enjoy it i mean hey if you got 4k and you like werewolf movies i mean check out the 4k that's coming out soon i guess mm-hmm. um i don't know what about you john what? Well you're
1: rating. Rating. Hmm. I like the concept of, of dog soldiers. I can give it a a BN. Uh no, not a BN. <laughs> now you got binge nevers on my mind. That would have been shocked everybody. That's confusing. Contrary uh, opinion. No, I meant to say binge now, which is technically still spelled with the letter N. Uh I'm looking forward to the 4K, so I think we're going to gift... Well, you said you're tired of Werewolf movies, so I guess you don't need one, Dave. I'll just give one to Jordan. <laughs> we're going to hook up the co host with a 4K when it comes out. I don't know if we should pre-order it. I don't know how popular it's going to be. I don't know. Um, and then we're going to give one to an audience member, but they got to do what, Jordan?
0: They got a review, y'all. Yeah. What totally do we look, like David?
1: It's a chant now. Uh, he's not going to back you up. Oh, no, uh, I it- <laughs> I was trying to cue the and review. What do we like to do? There.
0: Review? Review. Review. Yes. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah. All right, you're oh. cut from the cheer team, David. Oh. You're cut from the cheer squad. Oh. That cheer sucks.
0: <laughs> hey, watch yourself. If
1: all listeners are enthusiastic as David, we're not gonna get those reviews and nobody is getting a copy of the four K <laughs> Dog Soldiers DVD. Or high definition, whatever they call them now. I don't even know. Blu-rays. They just call them four K's now, whatever. Um Somebody even call them four K Blu-rays. <laughs> I feel like Jordan, you get a lot of real estate on the podcast because you have a shameful screening, which is technically a staff pick, and then you get a staff pick. That's like you get a double feature to talk about every week.
0: Well, I can give back Uh, some of that real estate this week because I don't (laughs) necessarily have a shameful screening that I either watched. I did mention Ghost earlier, but that's kind of all I got for you for that bit right now.
1: Fair enough. Ghost is a good movie. You kind of already sung its praises. Um, Fan service. Somebody quoted Monster Squad by saying Wolfman's got nards, which is a quote from Monster Squad. They said that on YouTube because we just dropped our Wolfman episode. But the quote that stood out there or the thing that stood out to me was they were asking if Benicio del Toro was in Star Wars. Yeah, he is, but not the main Star Wars. He plays like a hacker, computer hacker in The Last Jedi, which is the movie that people don't like to talk about anymore. It's in the, the sequel trilogy, you know, of the latest Star Wars that just came out. And that's like the one that nobody likes. So they talk about... Uh, force awakens and rise of skywalker and the one in between last jedi they're just like whatever um yeah so technically benicia del toro who played the wolf man is also in star wars answer that question um and if you want to get a werewolf movie you jordan already told you how so
0: review let's go
1: Uh, i was giving david a second opportunity to to support and (laughs) sing the praises of the podcast but Apparently he won't. He's too cool with his 1970s glass that he's drinking out of tonight. I'm going to um, get him
0: to do the cheer very soon. He'll know it. Yeah.
1: You'll get him out of his turtle shell. He'll be singing everything. <laughs> and you for speaking you of, you? of you... Oh, wait. I was going <laughs> to drop a fake commercial for our sponsor. That would have been great. And guys, if you also feel like you're out there in your turtle shell, go to giddy or eddiebygiddy.com Get unturtle turtle shelled Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a smooth i actually really
0: liked that yeah oh that was Ooh, i okay.
1: don't know if i'm allowed to add that to the read but maybe i should uh, <laughs> let's see. uh we did fan service oh staff picks if anybody watched something not related to werewolves and dave oh my part of werewolf movies i'm just i'm done and then this. i watched one and it yeah was you watched one this week buddy that was not related to the show
0: what? Well,
1: extra credit. Exactly. Aliens. Exactly.
0: Extra cred. I did watch a couple of things that I liked. I watched The Giver, which um was good with Meryl Streep as a what's the, what's based on the guy? book The Giver. Yeah, I think because it, yeah. it was a book, obviously. Yep. Yeah. And yep. then Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges, love him so much. Mm. Um, I've been just on a sci-fi kick lately, so that's been kind of feeding that. Um. It was really cute. I liked how the story went. I bet the book is fantastic. I would love to read that someday. But watched a Netflix documentary that was super super good called "Our Father." It is hmm. about how a like gynecologist artificially inseminated lots and lots and lots like of women. Like half of a whole. Like half of a town. Yes, like not even half of the town, like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yep, this girl thought she was only going to have a couple siblings because back in the day they would only use a donor like a couple times and he ended up using his own. And uh, she ended up – that there's like over 94 siblings now that they all found out through like genealogy tests. Um, Well, in
1: the trailer, not to cut you off, but in the teaser trailer – They're worried that they were like dating each other because they lived in the same town. Like, did I date my brother
0: or whatever? Like a majority of them live within twenty five miles of each other. So then you have to think of like, and then they have to think about their kids growing up, and then those all those people have kids, and so they went
1: to high school together and didn't know it or something, right?
0: It would it was insane. Like yeah, so they ended up starting to like know people who would show up on their like twenty three and Me test that like they're related because of this you know doctor um and it's just crazy and uh he's like the most prolific doctor who's done that but there's over like 44 doctors across the united states have done that in their yeah in the history so well, i guess if
1: doctors are pressured to make the process work they've only found one way that it works i guess i don't know
0: i Jeez. guess yeah i don't know he's like if-
1: got so big he finally woke up tonight on that statement his eyes went crazy <laughs> He, so it's david's crazy. watching our father after this episode
0: watch it i was just like shocked i don't know you just think it's gonna stop at like 17 siblings and then you end hmm. up like yeah it's crazy it's crazy what if double you, down you <laughs> Seri- it was it gets, it gets freaky it gets weird
1: it <laughs> makes me think but of was, this line that freddy krueger says in like part four freddy krueger goes you're all my children now that's what i think in of this when case I think it was like story. true yeah, because this doctor sounds scary, so it makes me think of Freddy Krueger. Oh, I don't know he, if that's a good example, but he's bad. Dang. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: Um. All right. Well, since you don't want me to mention even more werewolf
0: movies, no, um, mention <laughs> it.
2: No, no, it's fine. Um, I've actually watched quite a bit of good TV lately. Um, in addition to Candy, I've been watching things that give me the giggles. Um, Kids in the Hall have a new TV show out uh, after I don't know twenty years or whatever they've been gone. They're back. Um, just as funny. They're a
1: Canadian sketch group. Is that right?
2: Yeah, they're Canadian. Yeah. Um, they <laughs> uh, they have not lost any of their edge. Um, in fact, they kind of roll into how old they look now. So the, that they play that up for a lot mm-hmm. of laughs. Uh, there's a lot of male nudity. So with old, older people. So, you know, hey, oh. if that does anything
1: for you. <laughs> um, and, okay, so if you're dating an older guy, you can send him to Eddie by Giddy while watching Kids in the Hall. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um the other show that i've I've kind of fallen in love with uh it's an adult swim show that i've been watching on hbo max called joe para talks to you um it's this guy who's midwestern and he has a very even way of talking it's almost like mr rogers like it's just very soothing um, but he's a comedian and it starts off with you know simple episodes like hey joe para like takes you talks to you at the library or goes to the library And as the show goes on, it keeps kind of getting just a little darker and a little more twisted. Like, um, I don't know. It kind of took me by surprise, but it's like it's a it's a show I've been liking to watch right before I go to bed because it's very soothing,
1: if anything. Hmm. So
2: definitely recommend that.
1: So a screwed up adult swim program is what lulls you to sleep at night. Well, because it, it's unlike all the other stuff on Adult Maybe you swim. will very... like this story. What is it called? Our Fathers? You will like this. You can go to sleep to that one tonight, David. <laughs> no, no, uh... please don't. <laughs> well, I mean, Adult Swim's pretty twisted.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it it is. But this is like, the it, even though it's on Adult Swim, it's almost the antithesis of most of their shows is very calm and like serene, you know, just slow kind of. Um, it's kind of funny that it is on Adult Swim of all channels. You guys will never guess what I watched. Wait, did you tell us about the werewolf movie yet? Oh uh, well, it's the one that you and Nick, uh, Nikki of the show used to uh, tell me about. Bad Moon. Um, it's it, it's a it's a fun short. It's really short, actually. That's what I liked about it. It moves along. It has a simple story. Werewolf. A uh, guy gets attacked by werewolf in South America. Comes home to see his uh, sister and young son. Um, Called himself- Bad
1: Moon. Yeah.
2: Um. And the thing I like about this movie is a dog is a hero in the movie, like the actual he's like dog hero. Soldier. Yeah, I mean he he would he would fit in with that pack if he turned into a werewolf, but no, he's mm. a good boy. <laughs> he protected his family.
1: There's another dog hero in another horror movie trilogy called The Watcher. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie. Corey Haim's in one of them. I'm aware. So it's like a genetic experiment, and they take the dog's DNA, and they make a monster, so the dog knows where the monster is, and the monster knows where the dog is, and the dog is, like, trying to save the boy. It's good, mm-hmm. if you like dog heroes in horror movies. The saddest dog in a horror movie. Are you ready, Jordan? Are no. you ready for this? No. <laughs> Still a compassionate, heroic character. Well, a well, supportive character, but... um. It also makes the main character realize that the bad guy is a bad guy. Are you ready? No. (laughs) Any opportunity I get to mention the fly part 2 I'll mention it. So Uh they mutate a dog. They give him a dog when he's like four and they mutate it, but it's still alive. He takes care of it. And then he resents the the doctor who, you know, mutated the dog. But it sets up the plot of, it's pretty important to the plot. It's unfortunate. but even I have rules. I don't write horror movies that hunt down kids or hurt animals. But you know, you see it in movies and it's disturbing and terrifying. Um I did Sorry. not watch a horror <laughs> like, I don't even know how to spin into the my step because it's not horrific at all. You guys watching some dark stuff, like that Joe Parrot, you know, who impregnates all those girls. I, I just <laughs> I just merged the shows together. Okay. Um Whoa my gosh. Actually, my movie I watched is about artificial insemination. This is hilarious. Yes, yeah, this is hilarious. Bro, you would, like think, this. you would think that Jordan and I plan these jokes and line this stuff up perfectly. Like we write everything. No. This is like the other week, I well, I'm making these Instagram reels to promote our werewolf movie marathon, and Jordan is literally watching the movie that I'm reeling about, which was Red Riding Hood, which is a werewolf movie with Amanda Sidfried. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the other Amanda who's shitting beds and is on trial right now. Um, but I was talking about what a, to use the phrase, a dog of a movie. And, like, and then Jordan, I, did you see the reel or just you saw my post or something and then like you had just watched the movie, right? Like simultaneously you were posting about this movie.
0: Yeah, I literally had just pulled up my Facebook and you're, yeah. you know, doing your reel about the movie and I had just watched it. And uh, yeah, yeah it was, we were both mm. same, same opinion, obviously. And then, I got you goes- beat. I, <laughs> what?
2: I saw that in the theater.
0: Ooh, I, nice. Oh, man.
2: I was ready to walk So
0: no, You don't see The Sinner
1: and you wait 20 years to see Charmers, but you'll go to the theater for a Red Riding Hood. I like Amanda Seyfried Me too. and Gary Oldman so, and I they made so. an awful movie. <laughs> Dang. Yes, they did. And Gary Oldman's in it. And maybe that's why Leo didn't actually star in the movie. He just produced it. There you go. Um, he read the script and he's like, oh, damn. Um. Anyway, long story short, I guess, to sum it up. So she watched Our Father, which is about this guy artificially inseminating whatever and making the bunch of kids that weren't supposed to happen and he's in trouble i watched a comedy called made in america with ted danson and whoopi goldberg and let me tell you folks there's a scene where they really go for it and uh it that impressed me because i didn't think it was going to go there and it did because basically there's a young girl she wants to find out who her biological father is it turns out to be a cowboy gun toting used car dealership owning ted danson and then Whoopi Goldberg is the mom who loves education and has, like, an alternative bookstore. And they clash, of course. It's a rom-com. They got to clash at first. They got to really win over the romance. But that's a scene where I actually bought that they would hook up, and I didn't expect it to be in this movie. So spoiler alert, I didn't spoil anything tonight, I don't think. I think Jordan spoiled stuff and Dave spoiled stuff. I think I was on my best behavior on this episode. Good
2: for her. He, he, he managed not to spoil a 30-year-old movie with Whoopi Goldberg and Ted mm. Acton. And a very young uh, Will Smith, even before, like, he really hit it big.
1: You guys are talking about how you have a thing for Amanda Sidfried. Whether or not I have a thing for Amanda Sidfried, I can I can just go ahead and reveal. Because, like, podcasts, I'd like you to drop some real truths, right? I kind of have a crush on Whoopi Goldberg. Like, I saw her in Jumpin' Jack Flash, and... Uh, Made in America is a better movie than I thought it was going to be. I remember thinking it was stupid. So I saw like parts of it on TV, whatever. It has a supporting role with Will Smith of all people. I didn't even know he was in the movie. Um Anyway, so I watched Made in America. There you go. We'll leave it at that. You've convinced uh, me to do
2: a rewatch. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen this since it was like the VHS What's happening days. is we're watching all these disgusting, violent werewolf movies, and then we're sneaking in rom-coms on the other side, them, just on the edge of the peripherals. Well, well clearly
2: it wasn't worth talking because neither one of us mentioned it, but I know both you and I watched The Lost City, so like that's where we're at. We're like, I just need fluffy things right now <laughs> from all these werewolves. Mm.
0: Oh, I just watched, like, cult stuff all week. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sick. I'm sick right now. Cold so. stuff? Cult.
1: Oh, Cults. cult. Well, Uh-oh. one of the reasons we did the Werewolf movies is... Out of frustration, the podcast... Excuse me. I burped. That's a no-no on a podcast. Um, one too many Dr. Peppers. At least two. Uh, I was about to say, out of frustration... Podcast was going through a ringer recently, so I was like, uh, Forget it, let's do some werewolf movies. <laughs> and then we've been watching werewolf movies. We have one more, and this is the one. Like, I remember reviewing this movie, I watched it on Amazon Prime a couple years ago, and I went on Facebook at like three o'clock in the morning to be like, Guys, go watch this movie right now. Uh, it's called Hal, and it's almost a little bit like Train to Basan, except not zombies, it's werewolves. So these are werewolves attacking on a train, which I think would be pretty cool. So that's it. We have one more werewolf movie that Dave will somehow stomach to get through. And this has been a long episode. We usually don't go for an hour. but We've almost gone for an hour. But it's been really fun. So if you like us, come back next week. And we're sorry because we only release one episode a week. We're not banking <laughs> them. And we're not holding on to them like a streamer that you don't like. That'd be fun if we could. Like, guess what, guys? We got 25 in the can that we're just not releasing to you. <laughs> we could bank them if we were psychopaths. If we podcasted, like, every day. Hmm. We're talking into the vacuum now. At this point, I don't even know who's still listening. Dave, put me out of my misery. Somehow, figure out how to end the show on a high note. Or, Jordan, can you step in? Because, Dave, whatever.
0: (laughs) I was going to try to, I don't know, spoil some more from the movie. Put a couple people out of their misery. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm drawing a blank, but boom, baby. I don't know. This
1: isn't (laughs) when in doubt, play it off with some music. Warworth Month concludes next week, folks. Tune in for another Binge Watchers. Some of us will be back, and some of us are going to have a frank discussion. <laughs> Find out who next week on Binge Watchers Podcast.